Um, I don't know. Like, oh, he's here. He's already. Uh, he's literally already here. He's lagging. Gotcha. He's lagging. I didn't hear he coming. No. Because we're on the internet, and you don't know when my door opens and closes. All right. So, what is the plan? Could we do a game today, perhaps? We could. Which game, though? What's something all three of us have played? Sonic in the Secret Ring. We already did that one, right? I don't think we did a full episode on it. Norm, have you played Sonic in the Secret Rings? Uh, on the, no. On the Nintendo Wii? I have not. Paul, have you played Sonic in the Secret Rings? Yeah, remember I was going on about how much I love the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. You hated it. You hated well, no, it. I, yeah, yeah, no, the soundtrack's great. No, the game sucked. Well, we have not done any storybook episodes, but I think we have talked about Secret Rings on some other episodes. Well, obviously. We could do Sonic on Secret Rings. Uh, that was literally just the first Sonic game that came to mind. Could. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Super Peel Out. The podcast where hedgehogs go fast and the canon doesn't matter. That's right. The canon is just like whoever was actually rocking the place. Well, all right. Yeah. Who who was rocking the place? Do do we do we ever know? Who was gonna rock? It was, it's who's going to rock the place? Uh, I, I'm uh... sure that if we could hear what any of the other lyrics were, we would know. I just like how that song starts with the guy just going, If truly free, bass, stop, never thrall, that's happenings. Like, what does that mean? Drop the bass. Exactly, like, well, well, like, (laughs) that's not a coherent sentence. But, like, so many of those, like, J-Rock, Butt-Rock, or whatever tracks, it has, like, nonsensical lyrics, but it doesn't matter because it's... It really doesn't. (laughs) Anyways, who are we? I'm Holgast. I'm Normus on Twitch. And I am JT Duckman, Wahoo! and we have an episode for you today. I always say that. <laughs> when do we not have an episode? It is factual, yeah. Boy, yeah, well, this is definitely being released. <laughs> When's the day where I'm going to be like, and we don't have an episode for you today, and it just ends? And that's all she wrote, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, we have a couple, couple headlines... Courtesy yeah. of our of our homeboy Norm, and then we were talking about Sonic and the Secret Rings. Indeed, I must say I am chuffed to bits for some of the news. Uh, JT doesn't understand that. I'm very happy that certain news has come to light. Uh, if you guys could please cue me up. One moment. Um, the British have preserved Sonic's legacy. Bong. Sonic, fast friends forever. What is that? Bong. Okay, turning off the British thing. Um, now you can drink cool beverages in a Sonic fashion. Bong. Yuji Naka, not going to jail for now. Bong. Sonic, new game. That no one cares about. 
And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Where should we start? Well, I think uh, maybe what we preambled on, uh, maybe we can start talking about how the British have preserved a uh, piece of Sonic legacy. What do you uh, reckon? Yeah. I reckon. Not stolen. <laughs> I did not see that detail anyway. It was not stolen, right? There's which which is a common problem. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, it, it's it briefly reminded me of that guy that was stealing like the um, Spider-Man outfits. Do you guys know about that from the two thousand and one thing? And he was reselling for like fifty thousand dollars each. There was like six of them. No, and he got right. caught in the end. Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, I those suits you, are crazy. I think expensive. you mentioned that before because I think at some point I started talking about the the Green Goblin glider that was yeah. from the we, we mentioned this on some episode. I think you're right, but. Quite the opposite. Not stolen. Restored officially. Looks great. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, uh, a massive, well not massive, a man-sized Sonic statue was recovered uh, from Sega World London. Um, it was originally at the Sega World London, uh, what is it? The, um, well, it's just Look called Sega World London. 1997. Amusement Park, amusement park yeah. slash arcade. Theme park. Um didn't get the greatest attendance, so it was only open for about three years. But inside the venue, there was a uh, rotating Sonic uh, statue, and it was discovered underneath a pile of crap in someone's garage. Um, and so anyway, Sega decided, "Oi, I'll take that, and I'm gonna make it spiffy." And so that's exactly what they did. Um, so it's going to be at Gamescom. Gamescom, sorry, misspoke. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been restored after 20 years. Very, very cool. And um, it's going to coincide with uh, Sonic selling, uh, Sega selling uh, a bunch of other memorabilia there, not the statue itself, but it's going to be at a booth. Very cool stuff. And that's basically it. If, if there's um, on Twitter, Danny Russell tweeted them finding the uh, statue in someone's garage and it's just like covered in dust and Holgas and I were saying like it looks like in really really good condition because it hasn't been in the sun the paint yeah. still looks new and it was just looked dusty to be honest so who knows someone might have preserved this intentionally since it was like um, discovered under a pile of cardboard yeah it definitely makes me hope that Sega could do the same things with the Sega, uh, the Sonic statues from Sega World Sydney. But I think those are a bit harder to get, and they're in way worse condition. Poor Sally. Unfortunately, I don't know. Um, looks brand new. It looks really, really cool. And I'm, I imagine like they didn't even give it a paint job or anything. It just like was restored, like cleaned, I guess. Probably. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it a little bit of a paint job, just to, like, touch it up. It looks like it's perfectly fine, except um, one bit of one of his hands was corroded and it would just have some grime on it. Mm. Um, if uh, anyone's in Europe, it will be debuting at Gamescom in Germany, which also made me think about this interesting narrative. Like, who's taking it from London to Germany, and how are they doing that? Eggman is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like some guys just like hitching a ride with a massive like Sonic statue. Like, how does so how does Sega like put together this kind of stuff? Do they have freights? Do they have massive like Sega freights 
I don't know. I thought it was curious. How would they move this massive man-sized statue halfway across Europe? Something like that. Nice. Um, well, there you go. That is the first bit of news. Next bit of news. Um, Sonic Fast Friends Forever comic book. So obviously there are just so many comic books out there for Sonic. Yeah. We've got uh, Archie Comics IDW. Yeah, IDW. Archie Comics, I believe they ended and now we're on the IDW run. Yeah, well now we're on a new run. Pun intended. Sonic podcast. Um, so we are looking at Fast Friends Forever. We're looking at some kind of like very um, friendly, kid-centric uh, weekly comic coming out. Uh, it will actually published by IDW. No, it's not. It's totally independent um, huh. of any previous governing body. Um, it's going to be released. I mean, it's technically a comic, but it's not in paper format. It will be uh, released weekly on Twitter. Uh, the first will be called "Live Without Regrets." Very interesting title, illustrated by Ian Jones, uh, Quarty. And he has created the previous comic, OKKO, OK oh. Let's Be Heroes. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah, there you go. OKKO um, has a crossover episode with Sonic in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, in the Cartoon Network cartoon, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so that's pretty fun. So the, um, the how can I say the. Uh, Twitter that it will be released on has not been announced, but we just have to keep our eye out, obviously. Um, I think it's pretty cool. It's going to be uh, coincide with a free update for, what's it called? Sonic Frontiers. They'll be released, apparently, uh, on oh, the same wow. day. So, um, who knows? We might see some Sonic Frontiers-esque story plot develop through this. Once again, the name is Sonic Fast Friends Forever. Hang on. Blow yes. is one out today. Oh, today, as of today. Well, there you go. Fresh breaking off, news off the press. Bomb. Um, oh, that was just shit. <laughs> that was not the hard style I was expecting. <laughs> is this is this the one? It looks like it would be. Yeah. And what what is that? Uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter handle there. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Official. Yeah, okay. Cool. Well, there you go. I like it. It kind of looks like Terrence and Philip from South Park. Fun. Yeah, I mean, it. I have seen this art style before. Uh, I don't know where. It could be okay, Kira. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, it's very different to the um, Ian's... Uh, with that work that I had seen previously. So for uh, anyone that's interested, I saw a previous Oh, image. okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. This artist Terminal Montage has made stuff previously here, like you want to use. Yeah, so... Things. Like, it definitely looks a bit more classical, the one that I'm looking at. But, um, yeah, there you go. It's coming out soon. It'll be good fun. Uh, next piece of news? Yep. Look, I got a question for you guys. Have you ever thought, like, man, not only do I love Sonic, but I would love to keep my tasty beverages cool for a longer period of time without access to a refrigerator and when I'm mobile? 
I'm sure that's a thought everyone thinks about. Well, that's the news. Now you can solve all of those problems by purchasing a Sonic the Hedgehog Playmate Cooler! Crickets. So it's a special edition Sonic the Hedgehog Cooler. Um, you can see it's uh, made by Igloo. <laughs> and I thought... That's just a regular cooler with some Sonic stickers on it. Yeah. Exactly! And so that's exactly what I need. And uh, it's limited edition. You oh, know? I couldn't print enough of those stickers, man. Yep, Green Hill Zone. Um, yeah, you never see that cover. zone enough. No, never. <laughs> Original. And the bottom's red. I don't know why they went with red. You could have gone with, uh, with blue. Um, regardless, it's going to come out uh, just before Sonic's birthday, which is 23rd of June. Um, should be pretty that cool. That was two months ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's out. <laughs> I don't know why this only just popped up. But there you go. Buy it now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Buy it now if you have a time machine to go two months ago. Um, speaking of timely events. Yo, what's up? Uh, this was announced a while ago already, but um, Yuki Naka... Yuji Naka is going to get his uh, sentence suspended, but he will be paying a $1.2 million fine. Um, I just yeah, want to quickly touch on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember talking about the part where he's it was suspended. I totally missed that. So I just wanted to obviously bring that up again. Positive news. <laughs> and last piece of news, new Sonic game that no one cares about. Anyone know about this? Which Which one? Well, look, a lot of people have different console preferences. Some of us are PC gamers. Some of us are console. Some of us like mobile. However, very interesting choice to publish a new Sonic game to Netflix games. What do you what? guys think about that? Which, which Sonic game do they put well, on Sonic that? Prime Dash. Um, uh, it's another yeah. Sonic Dash game. Um, so it maintains most of the mechanics from Sonic Dash, the, uh, what was that, a DS? No, it's um, like an iPhone game. Yeah, there you go. So that's going to be part of uh, Netflix's uh, $7 a month subscription. If you are in the States, um, much more. Really worth the $7 yeah. to play reskin <laughs> Sonic Dash. Let's go, baby. Yeah, no, that's actually really good that you bring that up, JT, because it's being quoted as being almost identical to 2013's uh, Sonic Dash. Um, you know, 100 million people have downloaded Sonic Dash, so why not slap it on Netflix? Uh, Netflix. Really making yeah. that Netflix gaming subscription worth it, Sega? Yeah. Um, however, the main difference is that you'll have uh, some new designs. Now, that's funny, specifically some new designs. Yeah, not all. We can't afford all of them. <laughs> Character we can't, we can't skins. the models for everyone. Sonic Prime. You're going to. This is interesting. What do you guys think about this? Cyborg versions of Tails and Amy Rose. Like, what do you mean? Cyborg versions? Not, oh, skins, well, aren't, yeah. aren't they uh, from Sonic Prime? I guess we would know if any of us actually watched it. <laughs> well, there you go. So that is obviously not included in the original Sonic Dash. Definitely worth your $7. 
Um, why buy a hot dog when you can play Sonic Prime Dash? For a month. Yep, per month, sorry. So <laughs> over the year, it's too expensive if you're buying it just for Sonic Dash, obviously. But if you guys have an extra um, $85 <laughs> over the course of one year, lock it into this, I say. Um, and those are your major updates, um, courtesy of Norris. Take it away. Uh, yeah. So, something I wanted to comment. The ball. Yes. What is it? <laughs> okay, I have a theory about this. The bong, I think, comes from very, very old British radio news announcements. And that bong was just like the separator, the cue between different titles. And I think yeah. they only did that in the UK. I don't think they've done that anywhere else in the world. And it must have just like stuck in my head. And I'm pretty sure what that that's what it is. But like, what is it? Is it like a clock striking or what? Well, no, so just a person going bong. Could just be a dude. I always imagined it was like a a big, big bell being struck by a log of wood, as though a fort was being attacked. Something like that. Because like I um, Taco Bell bell. I played a um instant gong sound. Okay. And you will hear it on the recording. But then I thought, okay. wait a minute. It's not a gong, is it? <laughs> you know, I guess, is the Taco Bell, like, dong noise? Like, is that copyrighted? Is there a Taco Bell dong sound? Do we, do we even have Taco Bell in Australia? We do. Don't, um, didn't have it for the longest time in Queensland, but is there a dong for Taco Bell? Yeah, it's in, like, all of the ads. It's like... Yeah, I just posted. Oh, here we go. I'll, I will describe what this Look, sounds like. Look, we only like. got Taco Bell in like the last year, okay? I'm not familiar oh. with any of their ads. Yeah, there you go. Um, But yeah, so now that you guys are up to date on what the bong is, um, what's up? Sonic in the Secret Rings? Is that what's up? <laughs> Um, okay. I'm was, glad was this that... supposed to be a segue? Yeah. Go on, guys. Okay. What, was this was this just my news articles and that that's all no, we, had we were gonna we were gonna time? we were gonna talk about Song of the Secret Rings. Alright, go. Okay, hang uh, on, let me just do the sound effect first. <laughs> Alright. One sec. Wow, that's iconic. Um, the Taco Bell bong, it's like if they use it in memes all the time. Alright. <laughs> I'm not up to date in the meme parlance. Well, I mean, I guess it's probably a very American meme because, yeah, no, and that's like in, that's like at the end of all of the Taco Bell ads. The big dong. And it's always like way louder than everything else. So it's just like you just get blasted by the Taco Bell bong. Alright. Blasted by the Taco Bell bong. Now that's a sentence. Yeah, yeah, baby. Anyway, you know what else is a sentence? Sonic and the Secret Rings is a game released on the Nintendo Wii. It, it is. I don't even know when it came out. Uh, I, so I can it talk about the um the 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 cover of Sonic and the Secret Rings. Yeah, it was 07. So I don't know what month at the front box, right? Yeah. Does it not look like Sonic? just got proposed to 
and he's showing the ring to his girlfriends. <laughs> is that not exactly what it looks like? Like, looky, looky, looks who's engaged. And that's that's what I always thought it looked like. I've never thought about that until just now. Yeah, well, it is accurate. Um, side fact, you can get uh, Sonic and the S- uh, Secret Rings as a dual game release uh, with Sonic and the Black Knight, both of them. Oh, really? Was there a combo pack? Yeah, a combo pack for the Nintendo Switch. So there you go. Oh. So, huh? Nintendo yeah. Switch? Yes. Oh, we are living in... For anyone I... that is uh, experiencing this in the year 1995, you can now play Sonic games on a Switch. Your phone. Bro, Sonic and the Secret Rings did not come out on the Switch. No? No. So what am I looking at? Just the image that someone What made. are you? Send me the image. What are you looking at? Yeah, it's probably just an image. Also made. released on Sega Fun Pack, Sonic and the Secret Rings and Super Monkey Ball Banana that... Blitz for the Wii 2009. Nor, <laughs> nor my boy, that that is that is nor... a fan made cover. Yes, art. that is clearly a fake image. God damn! <laughs> Who makes these, by the way? <laughs> Who nor... has the time? <laughs> and then make it one of the top like search images on Google Images. Annoying. Anyway. Anyways. In the US, a special Target exclusive edition was available. It included a bonus DVD with an interactive Archie comic based on the game. Mm. That's kinda cool. I could have sworn wait, does my copy well give me give me like ten seconds. I grab go grab my copy. I think it said something about that. I don't mm. know if I bought it. Did you play this on uh, release, Hogast? Of course I did. Nope. I loved it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, I mean, when it came out, nope, we were very... I'm tripping. Uh... <laughs> I thought my copy of it had, like, a little, like, bonus, like, thing on it, but it didn't. When this came out, early 2007, shockingly, our release date was very close to the US release date. Hmm. Of of the Wii? Uh, it was of no no uh the of the game. Yeah, it looks oh. like they were all within like two weeks of each other. All of the releases. For this of game. what? Oh, like the uh, the international releases. Yeah. Yeah. So I do remember. I guess to give a little bit of background on the game, I feel like we should at least touch over the background of it. Um, and then we can talk about the story, and then we can talk about the game itself. Um, so for me to give some background, uh, I believe development began when they were going to work on Sonic 06, and they were going to put it on all the modern platforms, and the Wii was just coming out, but the Wii wasn't powerful enough to really handle what they were trying to do with Sonic 06, so they split the Sonic 06 team into two to, uh, make a specific version of Sonic 06 for the Wii, and then eventually the Wii team uh, decided, now nah, let's not port Sonic 06 to the Wii and like make a downscaled thing. Let's make our own new game on the Wii. And so they decided to make Sonic in the Secret Rings as a way to showcase the hardware of the Wii and the motion controls and the specific controller. Yes, it was under the working name Sonic Wildfire, which I do remember. Yeah. And... I 
do not remember the development of Sonic and the Secret Rings. I just remember when it came out. It was the first Wii game I had bought when I got my Wii. I had, like, I got a few games with it when I first got the Wii, but the first game I actually went out to the game store to buy for the Wii was Sonic and the Secret Rings. Well, that explains why you don't like the game so much. <laughs> but I mean, like... We were so starved for Wii games when this came out. Like, even though it's a um, Rails runner. Yeah. I was totally... I really enjoyed it. <laughs> but I can understand that. You, it's probably not what you were looking for. <laughs> I got it Christmas... Oh, I got my Wii Christmas 07. And then, like, a week later is when I went out to a game store. My parents took me to a game store. And they were like, you can get a Wii game. And I saw Sonic, and I'm like, Sonic! And then <laughs> I bought it. Um, the funny thing about it is I remember not, it not really leaving the best first impression, because I didn't know you could hold the Wii Remote sideways as a control style. I don't know. So Excuse me, I was, the title screen of the game? It, yes, the title screen <laughs> does tell you to hold the Wii Remote sideways, but I honestly didn't know what that meant as a kid. I didn't even notice it. I was stupid. I was seven years old. You didn't I read was... the manual? You didn't, like, no, why read any of the tutorials? The... Oh my goodness. I was a stupid child, so I was holding the Wii Remote vertically, and I was wondering why Sonic was always running to the right. And I'm like, this game's broken. <laughs> wow. Different generation, yeah. I guess. That's I cool. Was, I was stupid. And it wasn't until a little bit later when I realized, oh, I supposed to hold that Wii Remote sideways. And then I gave it another shot. But, I digress. Um. Well, uh, that's interesting. You guys have, like, completely opposite views on how much you enjoyed it. Um, what did you like about it, Holgast? Well, it was mostly probably the soundtrack was good and the whole aesthetic very cool, you know, based on Prince of Persia and all that. So, yeah. the game was, Everything like, the like... first in what was going to be the storybook trilogy, which they only released two games of, which were right. based on, like, you know, folk tales. And this one's based on the Arabian Nights. Fantasy, classic yeah, yeah, literature. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, pretty... it's a general Arabian aesthetic, that sort of thing. And also, uh, to to just 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 to set the record straight, I didn't only play this game as a kid. But I actually finished it was much later on. Like, I believe I actually played the game to completion in high school. So, my disliking of the game is not just from being a kid. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. The soundtrack that you enjoyed so much, Holgast, is um, same lead composer on Sonic Frontiers. Anyone know uh, Tomoya? Tani? Tomoyama Tani, yes, we talked. He does, like, all of the Sonic games, even some of the Mario and Sonic uh, Olympic games. He is the the composing goat dude. Yeah. Tomoya Otani, because he also did Sonic Colors, and that OST is awesome. Sonic Lost World, and that OST is awesome. He does does great work. He does great work. Do you guys know what his uh, first... Uh, Sonic game composition was? Well, was it not I've, Sonic talked Heroes? About, uh, I've talked about Hang Castle numerous times on this podcast, so I assume yeah. it's that. Was it not Sonic Heroes with Hang Castle slash Mystic Mansion? I mean, in terms of, like, you know, lead composer, though. Oh, um, I'm not sure. So, like, he is the key responsible man on board 
Well, he split it four ways uh, with equal head title uh, as music composition for Sonic Adventure 2. Um, obviously, oh, his work predates that, but as a man of major responsibility, it was uh, Sonic Adventure 2 as the first Thank major you, hey, well, composer. Yeah, That's another game with a banger OST. Absolument. Um, but back to Sonic in the Secret Rings. Another interesting thing that I always thought of the game was just the uh, the plot of it. Because, you know, it's like a more serious mm-hmm. Sonic plot than what you, you'd normally be used to. And, I mean, Sonic the Black Knight also has a bit more of a serious plot. Uh, I don't know who the writer was for Sonic in the Secret Rings and Black Knight. But uh, they did a very good job with those games. Because, like, there were, like, real stakes in secret rings so for i guess to kind of give people who not who have not played the game a sort of a a plot synopsis um sonic is just chilling in his bed or couch or i don't even know if it's his house but in a house uh and then he gets he gets isekai'd and he's reading the uh the arabian nights book and he gets isekai'd into the world of the book and um there's this genie lady named Shara, and she, I, I don't remember exactly what Shara, well, I believe she was doing something with this other genie dude, this buff genie guy named the Eraser Jin, and he's the real, he's the villain of the game instead of Eggman, we got the Eraser Jin, and so he's trying to like take over the Arabian Nights and rewrite the whole book in his whatever is like this doing bad, typical bad guy stuff and so uh what he does to sonic is he blasts him with uh like this this magic and this magic puts a flame on sonic and basically if the flame on his chest ever like goes out he will die just like Charmander. Uh, that's what i was gonna yeah he will die um, so Sonic needs to give Eraser Jin all of the world rings so that he can do all, so he can break the curse on Sonic. And then Shara's just kind of like Sonic's little companion. Um, I don't remember, was the curse tied to the ring that Sonic wears or is the ring tied to Shara? I think the ring is tied to Shara, right? I do not remember. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, eventually Sonic needs to uh, uh, go through the uh, the various different worlds, collect the world rings, and try to break the curse on him before he runs out of time. Which, like, I don't know. I always, as a kid, I always thought that the whole like, so, like obviously the game doesn't have like an actual time limit or anything. But I thought that the idea of Sonic having a flame on him that will literally kill him if it if it goes out. Uh, it put a lot of pressure. There's like a sense of urgency in the in the game. Uh, at least I felt as a kid. Um, does the flame like whittle over time? or? Yeah, it does. It gets smaller over time, like as the, as the plot progresses. So Song's mm. just like, oh, we gotta hurry! And then and also Shara along the way... Gives... Wishes to Sonic? What? This sh- what's her name? Shara? 
Yeah. She grants wishes in the game? Um, that's... So, at the end of the game, I believe... Okay, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played Sonic and the Secret Rings. Um, but if I recall correctly, at the end of the of the of the game when you get all the world rings you give them to a razor Jin. there's like a sort of plot twist on how like shara was like working for a razor Jin. sonic like breaks like some sort of curse on shara herself i think that made her like work for a razor Jin. there's like some sort of dynamic between shara and the razor Jin that sonic breaks and then Sonic uses the power of the World Rings to go and become Dark Spine Sonic and defeats a Razor Jin in his like super powered form and it was a super sonic fight. And so at the end of all that, when Sonic beats up a Razor Jin for good, I think his final form is called like Alf Layla Walayla or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um And uh so then Sonic defeats him up and then um, Sonic, basically, he gets the lamp for a Razor Jin, and so Sonic is all like, I have three wishes, and, like, one of his wishes is, like, one is you break the curse and you make everyone, like, return everyone back to where it is, and then, like, the second wish is, uh, I want you to stay sealed in this genie lamp forever or whatever. And then it ends with the most, it ends with the most corny ending I have ever seen in any Sonic video game, or really any video game, period, right? Because Shara and Eraser Jin have, like, this sort of relationship thing going on, and Shara's all sad that Eraser Jin is, like, gone, and also that she had to just, like, she's, like, still processing everything that even happened in the end of that game. So she's all, like, sad and, like, crying. And then Sonic goes all, like, I wish for a mountain of handkerchiefs. And then, like, handkerchiefs literally start raining from the sky. And then Sonic just goes to Shara and goes, like, now you can cry all you want and let it all out. And then, like, credits roll. And I'm just like, God, that's cheesy. That's corny. So there is some wish granting near the end, but it's not anything crazy. It's just Sonic being a little bit of a cornball and also just making sure Razor Jin stays sealed. And then there's also, like, a bunch of other, like, minor characters that pop up around the story. And the joke is that they're, um, they're portrayed by the other Sonic characters but they're not the actual Sonic characters themselves. They're the in-universe characters. So, like, you see Knuckles, right? And Sonic's like, hey, look, it's Knuckles! And then he'll be like, I don't know, Knuckles, I'm Sinbad! You know? Oh, yeah. So, like... I've seen that one before. Yeah. Sinbad the Sailor, but it's just Knuckles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sinbad the Sailor and Knuckles. Hey. And like yeah, so there's like one for Tails, one for Knuckles, and like one for Eggman. And they're all like the whole joke is that they're actual characters of the Arabian Nights, but they're portrayed by it's like the Sonic characters were um taking the role of them as like actors. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's, okay. that's a general that's a general plot synopsis of that game. It's definitely a lot different. It's a lot more plot heavy, and the cutscenes are also really cool because they're done in like a very like comic book style. They're not like uh, it's not like text boxes, um, in like character portraits. Nor is it like fully rendered cutscenes. It's instead like like one of those digital comic style cutscenes, and. Uh, it's it's pretty cool actually. Uh it does have some features that I think are pretty unique for what Sonic was doing at the time. Um did you guys ever play much of the uh, party mode? Oh, don't tell me about that. Oh. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. That's good multiplayer fun. I mean, look- I there, there wasn't much in the way of multiplayer at that time, so uh, it was something, but I mean, uh... Yeah. I don't remember actually playing too much of the multiplayer on it. I remember always wanting to, because that's the only way you could play a Silver, and I was always interested in the character of Silver as someone that skipped out on Sonic 06 as a kid because they didn't have an Xbox or a PlayStation to play it on. So I always wanted to know what Silver's deal was, but I couldn't find I couldn't play any game with Silver as like a main character in it. I always played as Silver and also like the Mario and Sonic games because I'm like, ah, it's Silver. Cool. That's alright. I mean like is Silver Silver's a playable character in the in the party mode? Yeah, he's, I thought he's it was one of the Shadow. Oh, I thought Silver it was Sonic. Well. Sonic, Shadow, like, like there's like a handful of characters, and Silver was one of them. I, I think. What do you think about the um, speed break mechanic, slowing down time? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's been done since, right? So, how that how the game kind of works? It was it's like, Hulkas can back me up here. Sonic and the Secret Rings' pacing is very strange. In the fact that there's a lot of menus and there's a lot of customization and there's a lot of like optional abilities you can mm-hmm. put on Sonic. Um, you can really like customize and tweak how Sonic controls and plays in that game, which is a bit strange because like you would you would think that you would want Sonic to be uh, controlling well from the get go, but no, really you have to earn your good controlling Sonic. And one of the mechanics in the game is, yeah, there's a speed break and time break thing where you can spend a meter to either blast through the level as fast as humanly possible or sort of slow down the entire game so that you can uh, have better reaction. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, returned in as a mechanic. Pretty interesting. Also, yeah. the motion controls. Um uh, did DS have that? Like, the DS uh, Dash games, or...? No, there's no motion controls on the on the original DS. Maybe maybe some of the 3DS games have them. Right. So, but... again, another unique mechanic to, uh, to this game? Oh, it was unique, all right. Hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, the actual general gameplay of it, as Holgast said a bit earlier... It's more of an on-rails running game. Right. You don't really directly control Sonic. It's it's kind of like Sonic Dash, to tie it back to the headlines earlier. Is that Sonic runs on a predetermined path. 
right? And what you do is you tilt the Wii Remote left and right to sort of move Sonic left and right. Uh, I think you push down the two button to have Sonic crouch, and then you let go to make him jump. Because when he's crouching, that kind of works as a, as a way to stop him. It's like a break. And then you can let go to make him jump. And then you shake the Wii Remote to do the homing attack. So... It's not the most precise control scheme. Oh, and the other thing is you can't run backwards easily. So if there's a place that you missed, you have to, like, <laughs> awkwardly tilt the Wii Remote back towards you, and Sonic will kind of, like, shimmy backwards, but the camera won't turn around to tell you where you're going, and it's really awkward. And right. if there's a level that requires you to move around in an open 3D space... As like, uh, cause like, there's some areas where it like locks you out to either like you have to either kill all the enemies to proceed or like solve a puzzle. It's the worst because you always have to like be futzing around with the Wii remote trying to move around. The camera's not telling you where you're supposed to be going. Yeah, from what I remember, the controls is probably like the biggest criticism of the game when it was released. Yeah, for sure. Um. Uh, that's, I think that's it. That's probably the number one, but, um, I remember there was some rage, but it was also forgiving in places. Like you could just sit on the wall for ages, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the pacing was also a bit strange in terms of how the game is actually played because there's all these different worlds, right? And each of the worlds have like missions that you do. And it doesn't really mm. specify which missions are actually, like, will progress the plot and which ones are optional. Oh, and, wow, okay. Yeah, so you just kind of keep doing missions and eventually something may or may not happen. And the other thing is, is that the, uh, the collecting world rings isn't actually tied necessarily to the, uh, the main plot. Half the reason why I didn't finish the game as a kid was because I missed one or two of the world rings. And I just didn't know which of which missions I needed to clear to actually unlock the path to get them. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that was something. And then the other last thing that I really like, that really stands out about Sonic and the Secret Rings is uh, Seven Rings in Hand. The uh, the intro music, or like the main theme of the game. Um, that song plays like. 8 trillion times in the game because it's also <laughs> the menu music and you go to the menus a lot and it's also like the level clear music and it's like that it's like the everything music you will get sick of that song <laughs> if you play Sonic and the Secret Ring I never Those beat, always uh, choices. one thing I should comment about a razor Jin is that he literally has a razor <laughs> see like, yeah his name is spelled Eraser, like a razor, and he has a giant razor. <laughs> yeah. I never did beat uh, that guy, so like, you know, that song that plays when you beat, when oh, you fight him is just I stuck in my up. head. <laughs> He's got an old time before you got that one? Yes, that one. <laughs> wow, this dude is like three characters combined. He looks like, uh, like, He's Majin like Buu. Street Fighter. <laughs> Yeah, hundred uh, percent. That's a very unique thing. But the razor, I can see, is he's got a cut root razor. Yeah. 
very impractical choice, but you know, you do you, bro. It's all good. As for the actual levels in the game, there's like a prologue level, which is like just like this world of all these different like pages. It's mostly just tutorial stuff. Then there's like a you know your typical desert level. There's a the the factory is where the who's gonna rock the play song plays. There's a dinosaur level. Uh, there's like a ghost pirate ship level I want to say, or like a like a stormy seas level. There's like a flying airship sort of level, and uh, the last area is kind of like this like crystally palace, like glowy astral plane kind of place. I think that's it. I might be forgetting one or two of them. I guess. Wait, how many how many secret rings? Wait, I don't think the prologue has a secret ring in it. So then that would be a desert desert place, dinosaur place, the fire ifrit factory, uh, stormy seas place. Okay, so I'm missing like two. So apparently the levels are Lost Prologue, Sand Oasis, Dinosaur Jungle, Evil Foundry, Levitated Ruin, Pirate Storm, Skeleton Dome, and Night Palace. I think I forgot Skeleton Dome. <laughs> I mean, same, but how do you forget Skeleton Dome? <laughs> After you've heard it. What was, what's the, what was the music for Skeleton Dome? The White of Sky. I don't think I remember. Wow, wait, what? Let me look Give us a little sample there, Holgast. Take it away. God. No. <laughs> Lyrics by Runnable B. There are lyrics. <laughs> oh yeah, all, okay. all of the songs have lyrics, and they're all pretty bad. <laughs> but remember, nice. it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, right. I do not remember Skeleton Dome. Wow, completely vanished from my memory. Um. Anyways, full guest. Any, any, any standout? Thoughts or impressions about your your playthrough of Sonic and the Secret Rings back in the day? I mean, it doesn't have a lot of content. You do need to redo a lot of bits of stages for like the missions. I just remember yeah. I just like the Dinosaur Jungle. <laughs> yeah, Dinosaur Jungle. I mean, it's, it had dinosaurs in it, man. I think that was the most memorable level for me as well. But I do remember like the the. The levels in general are pretty meh, but the music really elevates it. Yeah, for sure. Is it all, like, Arabic-style music? Well, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, like, it's like butt rock, but with an Arabic twist. Although, yeah, I say yeah, butt yeah. rock, but it's, like, it's got its own style that's very... It's like, it's like Sonic, yeah, it's like Arabian-flavored Sonic music. Like, 2000 Sonic music, so it still has, like, the butt rock vibes. But yeah, like with, with a more like a Arabian sitar voice. playing in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Okay. But it's cool. No, it's actually a really cool soundtrack. I think I I I must have made it like one of my top in the. Yeah, I think you did the episode where we I... talk about soundtracks. I I do think you did that because yeah, no, the soundtrack for Secret Rings. Is very very cool. It's just a shame that the game 
is not as cool as the music. It's definitely one of those Sonic games that I would put on the tier of like better. Like th this game, the, the the this this game is like a game you would just download the soundtrack to. Like you know, the game the game itself is just kind of eh, but the OST like is very good. It's the same thing as like Sonic Rush. Or even, like, Knuckles Chaotix. Wow, I didn't even link the Secret Ring soundtrack in that... No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong episode. Oh my god, I, I clicked on our favorite Sonic because I ended up in Sonic Spinball. Okay, hang on. Let's have a look. <laughs> yes, I did link uh, the palace that was found. I guess that yeah. was the proper track for that, but... We'll link the soundtrack so, in the description. Skeleton Dome isn't dead. Skeleton Dome comes back in fan mods for the Sonic 06 title. Um, there's like a really big Sonic 06 mod called Project Wildfire, and they put um, Skeleton Dome back into the mod version, which is pretty cool. Wait. It's a... People are modding Sonic and the Secret Rings into Sonic 06? No, the opposite way. <laughs> Sonic 06 is quite moddable. Um, and so they have uh, put uh, Skeleton Dome into the Project Wildfire, which is the... Uh, oh, in, okay. I yeah. shouldn't be surprised that people want to play more of Sonic 06 inexplicably. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so it's Sonic Project 06, which is the fan PC recreation of Sonic 06. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's so weird that they're remaking... Sonic uh, and the Secret Rings and that. I guess when it comes to accessibility, Sonic and the Secret Rings, it's not the least accessible Sonic game, but it's also not the most accessible Sonic game either. It's never gotten a port outside of the Wii, so the only way you're going to be able to play it these days is if you have a Wii or a Wii U still lying around and you have a copy of the game. But luckily, the game itself really isn't that expensive. Um, it's a pretty low-priced Wii game due to the fact that, you know, a lot of copies were sold. It was an earlier title, and it was, um, you know, it's not the most well-received Sonic games. There's not a lot of demand for it. Um, but, yeah, you are going to need that old hardware to play it. It does emulate well on Dolphin, though, if you choose to go down the route of emulation. So... That's kind of, there's no, like, way to play it on modern gaming systems, unfortunately. Yeah, both like, of the storybook games are kind of lost, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they have a good enough reputation within Sega or the Sonic community to really warrant them making what? a re-release. Wait, how? Well, same... No. Big the Cat cameos in every level of Sonic and the Secret Rings twice. The player is required to hold for a few seconds in a specific location to unlock a short cutscene. I never saw this. Huh. That sounds... believable. <laughs> sounds like something that they would do. Honestly, they love to put Big the Cat <laughs> Easter eggs in their Sonic games. But yeah, it does also require you to stop movie yeah. in an on rails game so that explains why i never found it <laughs> how yeah. on earth would you ever find this 
uh, probably be a be a child with a Wii and no other video games. A lot of free time. I'm trying to think, is there anything else noteworthy about Sonic and the Secret Rings? Not really. I mean, we did vaguely talk about the pretty terrible multiplayer party mode, which is just like mini games, and there's one where yeah. you like you use the Wiimote for everything, and there's one where you like play the violin and all that. It's basically like Rayman Raving Rabbids, except bad. <laughs> I mean. Wait, well, that that implies Rayman Raving Rabbits was good. It wasn't bad, okay. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Holgas, would you would you recommend someone who has not played the game like Norm to play it? You don't need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You can pause this Damn. I mean, I personally, I'm gonna, it's funny how me and Holgas have kind of opposite. Uh, takes on it because I think that while I personally did not like the game, I think that there's enough going on for it, sort of like aesthetically, to you know suggest like maybe giving it a try. Like obviously you don't need to play through like the whole game. It doesn't, and also it leaves a horrible first impression with the controls and the incessant amounts of menus and tutorials. Um, but I definitely think um, the the longer you go into Sonic 06, or, frick, Secret Rings, why do they call it Sonic 06? Uh, the longer you go into Sonic and the Secret Rings, the more, I guess, you can get out of it. I actually recently watched, um, there's a YouTube channel, The Geek Critique. He, we should get him on the uh, on the podcast, that'd be fun. Because uh, he, he has a very long, the like, running Sonic retrospective. And I think he did, like, this really big video essay on Sonic and the Secret Rings. Let me pull it up. Um, Sonic Retrospectives! You guys don't need to watch the whole thing, though, because it's, like, it's, like, really long. Yeah, it's a 47-minute long um, Sonic and the Secret Rings um, video essay. Good. You know what? what? I think I have seen this thumbnail before. Yeah, Geek Critique. Uh, they do very good Sonic videos. I would very much suggest watching them. And, uh, yeah, it's actually funny because the, the kind of point that they were going on with the video is the fact that the longer they were playing Sonic and the Secret Rings, the more that they were going to appreciate it. And how it's just kind of a game that doesn't really leave a very good first impression and is pretty easily dismissible. But it does have, like, enough going for it to... It's one of those games where, like, even if it isn't a good game, there's still... Like, there are still parts of it that can be enjoyed. You know, there's still aspects of it that are valuable. We also didn't really talk about Dark Spine Sonic. I think he came up a <laughs> little bit. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Sorry. you brought him up. Sorry, I keep getting distracted, but I just noticed we have our first five-star rating on Spotify. Yo, who who rated us? Do you know? Does I don't say? think we will ever know. Well, it was me. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> 
Sorry, I just saw, noticed that. Um, yeah, so I don't think we really talked about Dark Spine on the Superforms episode. I think he came up a little bit as like a throwaway joke. Yeah. But he's basically it's like this weird trans like transformation. Yeah, this edgy superform that's only in this um game where he just like gets really long quills and like gets cobra racing stripes and he wears his rings like shadow does it's very very strange i think that they probably had to make a form like that because since there's no chaos emeralds in the game right Mm -hmm. um there's no chaos emeralds so what are they going to do to turn to turn sonic into supersonic like only the chaos emeralds can do that so they need to have made a new form I wonder if there's, there's probably like a developer, like uh, like a character designer interview or something that you could probably dig up. Also, um, it looks like he doesn't really have shoes. Yeah, no, he doesn't really have like shoes or gloves. It's a very naked Sonic. Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, what does that imply about his feet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I could actually, you know, that kind of intrigues me. I'll, I'll try to do some research. About Sonic's our, feet? <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, I mean, on why they had to design uh, Darkspine Sonic and what went into that. Just because, like, yeah, I feel like part of the guess is probably because, yeah, they needed a transformation for the World Rings. But since, obviously, they can't do Super Sonic, they had to make a new uh, Sonic design. Also, he's got really long fingers, which is kind of creepy. Or the 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 the, the spiny thingy. <laughs> the spiny thingy. Yeah, that's what they're called. Norm, do you have you seen this image? You must have seen it in the Superforms video, uh, in the Superforms episode. What what is your opinion on this? What's <laughs> I mean, if you're about to send me Dark Swine Sonic, I'm looking at him right now already. <laughs> is it the same? It's yeah, so it's, yeah, so it's exactly what you guys have already said. It's like, what's with the feet? Because even the texture of those feet, they're like, they're not even they're like shoe texture. They're weird. They're, yeah, they're fuzzy or something. Like his spines. And um, yeah, he looks like a cobra car. That's what I said. It just, yeah, exactly. Like everything you said, like that's exactly what I was thinking already about this weird design. So um, pass. Even his, like, thumbs are really long, like a finger. That's, that's it, the it weird It is so, part. like, fan fiction, this design. Like, what, <laughs> you know, what's yeah. with his thumb on his back hand? It looks like it's. It looks like he has five fingers <laughs> instead of four fingers Someone and a thumb, can't you know? Bring proportions. Yeah. Very weird. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this I was really all we had, it. okay? New, new super form. <laughs> yeah, the more I look at it, the more I'm like. Ugh. I distinctly remember being on forums in 2007 and being like, man, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Anything new at that time when you were a kid is cool. I definitely remember Darkspine Sonic being one of the more popular to draw fan art of characters back in the day. Well, before Excalibur Sonic, right? (laughs) Yeah. Just because, like, it's a weird one-off transformation. Like, Sonic has never went Dark Spine ever again since then. So, it's like, 
it's like a rare transformation. Oh, you know? what happens at the end of the game? Was it a dream? No, he he. Uh, I think he just gets like Isekai out of the book. Like I said, he uh, he wishes for a mountain of handkerchiefs at the end. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember if it was just a dream or if that was Black Knight. No, Black Knight wasn't also. I think it was Sonic. He just gets sucked into a book and then he gets spit out at the end. Hmm. Also, I guess. Um, kind of a final question for all of you guys. Uh, what other sort of folk tales would have made good s- storybook games? Yeah, I mean, I guess because they only ever made two. They, it's kind of open that that what the third one possibly could have been. Like, do you think it could have been Japan themed? Maybe that would be aw- that would have been awesome. Like the story of Princess Kaguya or something like that. That would be awesome. I can't really think of anything. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> What other? I mean, there's like they did they did the Arabian Nights and then they did like the Knights of the Round Table. Um, do some uh, Polynesian stuff. Mm. What else? You've done European castles. Yeah, you have to go to Asia after that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not really like. Um, I don't really like there are many other. Oh, Africa! Yeah, you could do Africa. You could do Africa. That'd be interesting. Yeah, they kind of use it as a nice, like, uh, sort of vessel to get kids more culturally aware of other places, sort of like folk tales. Anyway, but... my vote is Don Quixote. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like, what if, like, what about like Greek, like, like Sonic, like, going to like Greek. Gods and whatnot. Yeah, like, I would play that. It would be dumb, be, but I'd play. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, they could have like the different Sonic characters being like the other like Greek people. Nah, he probably has to do the labors of Heracles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that could have been cool. Something like that, you know. But uh, it appears that due to the fact that neither of the storybook games were well-received critically, I think they sold decently, but they weren't very well-received critically, um, I doubt we will ever get a compilation or re-release or a new entry in the storybook series, which is honestly a bit of a shame. Because while their critical uh, their critical reception wasn't very good, and their current fan reception is mixed, to to put it politely. Um, I still think that yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there that actually like. Even though I'm not one of the people that really likes Sonic and Secret Rings, there's a lot of people that are pretty big fans of Secret Rings, and there's a lot of fans of Sonic and the Black Knight. So they have their own cult following, you know. Yeah, I mean. If something came out when you were at an impressionable age, regardless of its quality, you will have some nice memories of it and nostalgia and all that. <laughs> I mean, you would you would think. Um, you would think. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, I don't know. Even as a kid, Sonic and the Secret Rings didn't hit. Black Knight absolutely hit. Black Knight. That was like one of my favorite games ever. For like the month I played that as a kid. Um. 
It was like all I could think about was Sonic and his sword and like turning into a knight and doing all that cool stuff. I love that game. But Secret Rings, it did not really grasp me as much, even as even as an impressionable child. I don't really know why. I probably the controls. Probably the controls and just the gameplay structure. Um But yeah, any 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 other any other things to add? Norm? Uh, not I say no more secret rings. Keep them public. Keep them in the public domain. Why hide it? What Sonic, are you trying to hide from us? Sonic in, Sonic in the outwardly facing rings. Yeah, public domain rings. That's the new title that I'm expecting. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else to say about secret rings. It's a game on the Wii. Controls I badly. That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe next time choose a game that you actually enjoyed. Hey, you know, like I feel like I've I've said an equal amount of good and bad to some. It's like I said, it's not one of my personal favorites to play, but I can very much respect it as a vibe. Yeah, you, you seem to be a big fan. I'm saying there's no there's no bad Sonic games. Well, to answer the question in the opening, who's gonna rock the place? We'll forever rock the place. (laughs) We are the real place rockers. I actually looked up the lyrics, and it says, "All together rock the place. We'll forever rock the place. No one can touch this." Good. All right. Well, there you go. The real uh, place rockers were the friends we made along the way. Yes, exactly. All four hundred and fifty of you guys. Hell yeah! Shout out, shout out to the place rockers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. Who are you? I am. <laughs> Uh, well, we are, um, I am GG Duckman. I'm Hogarth. Uh, I'm Lomas. And you can find all of us on Twitch, yes, and other places too, maybe. I thought you were enormous on kick. Yeah, what happened to that? That was shortly. Look, uh, to be honest, it's just become Normison (laughs) once you remove the platform. So, you know, Normison could be a thing moving forward. So, yeah, Normison. So, okay, hang on. Um, does that make you one of the, like, the, the construction people from uh, Breath of the Wild? Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might be canon. Last time I, I haven't checked in a while. Because, you know, all of their names ended soon. Yeah. They could have it just go. enormous on and then just dot, dot, dot. Like, because you're on what? Well, what are you on? On, on acid. Hell yeah, that's 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 the secret third channel, Normus on Acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yum yum yum, another pod in my tum. Guys, enjoy delicious pod tonight. Hey We are not hey. sponsored by on its pods. The <laughs> on its pods.
Although we should be on its shapes and other know, varieties. I don't even know if it is on its. Probably isn't. Uh, no, I think it's. Uh, oh, they have Snickers and Mars, so who knows? Pods is Can like this. It's yeah, this confectionery that we have. It's like a biscuit bowl with chocolate yep. in it. Yeah. In it. In it. In it. It's uh. Of course, I looked up pods, and it doesn't come up with anything, so. Chocolate I'm pods. Even, I'm not even British, and I say in it. In it. I say reckon a lot. Is reckon... Wait, what, what dialect does reckon come from? Uh, we say reckon mm. quite a lot. Yeah, we say it a lot. Is it, uh, is it's Mars. Pods is Mars. Uh, but wait, Mars is not Snickers, though, is it? We have Snickers bars. Mars bars. Yeah, there's a Snickers bars, there's Mar 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 Mars bars. No. There's a Milky Ways. Milky Ways are alright. Three Musketeers. Milky Way here is different from Milky Way there. We're all in the same galaxy. How the heck does that work? <laughs> Multiverse adventures for Milky Way. <laughs>